feeling that you might have a really bad day just stay in bed don't even get out or get out of bed and hang out in your kitchen don't go to work don't interact with nobody shut your fucking phone off pull your other phone out of the wall if you even have one of those anymore put your foot through your tv what am i getting at i'll tell you in a second welcome to taz show ladies and gentlemen i appreciate you downloading this episode i am taz thank you for downloading this and you're doing that either at uh, radio.com on the app or on the website of radio.com which is the main home for this uh programming the taz show maybe you're downloading this episode at apple Podcasts, and i appreciate you guys doing that wherever you're pulling it in or any past episodes or whatever you're doing with my content me taz i appreciate that and we'll do a little raw pre-talk and uh and it's just also just such a great time of the year as we get ready for football season here, we're just basically barreling in, right? This is more or less, well, it's the second week of, of college football, and it's the first week of the NFL. So I love this time of year. My favorite time of the year is is the fall. I love when the weather changes. I hate the fucking hot weather. It sucks. I hate sweating. It's the shits. And the humidity in New York is horrible. But otherwise, everything's great. Um but yeah, I'm definitely fired up for the fall and for football season. And it's just since, like I said, since I'm a kid, I love this stuff. I love this shit. It makes me smile. Okay. Makes me happy. All right. Then give me a break. If you don't like that, it makes me happy. Then go take a shit. I don't care. It makes me happy. Okay. I don't care if it makes you happy or not. But anyway, I digress. So yeah. So what am I talking about? What am I talking about is raw. Okay. We're going to do a little raw pre-talk in this episode, a little raw preview per se. And, um, you know, they, they have a, uh, they have a tough task ahead of them. And I'll do the preview of Raw in a second. Um, but first, what I'm talking about is this. Monday Night Football. They have to put on a good Raw because they have to compete with this year's debuting of the, you know, not one but two games, right? In Monday Night Football, the Jets are playing the Lions and the Rams are playing the Raiders. So you have two major parts of the country, East Coast, West Coast, covered, and Central. <laughs> in the middle of the country, right? Detroit, you know, uh, you got Detroit, you got New York, and you got L.A., those are three friggin' huge markets, huge. And so, the, like I said, Jets, Lions, 7 p.m. Eastern, and then you got, this is Monday night, and then you got at around 10 p.m. Eastern, you got Rams, Raiders. So you are smack dab in the middle of, well, some folks might not watch wrestling. And I've talked about this recently, and even in the past few times on this, on the Tash show, that... I can tell you from experience, and it 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 bothers WWE. Uh, Monday Night Football is their, you know, that's their kryptonite, um, and it bothers WWE because WWE's smart. It should bother them, and and they're competitive. WWE they love to compete. They're not looking to just barrel over people, so they know they know that you know they got to knuckle up when it comes to Monday Night Football. They don't say it, they won't talk about it, but it is. It's something that's important to them. They know it affects their ratings because they're crossover. There's a lot of crossover fans that are wrestling fans that are also football fans. So 
if if there's no nothing really riveting going on in the wrestling realm or world that you know they you know you, you got to really pick up the pace on what you're going to do on raw um to get people to watch it maybe instead of watching a football game you know sam donald is the, for those that aren't football fans there's a rookie quarterback that's starting for the new york jets and this is going to be like hopefully for the jets the jets franchise quarterback and a lot of people want to see this guy play and he in and, and like a real game and it's this is his debut for the jets and you know john cruden is the head coach of the oakland raiders who was a coach many years ago now he's back and he's coaching so people want to see what goes on with that the rams are supposed to be one of the best teams in, in the nfl this year so that you know there's a lot of intriguing stuff with all these games so even casual football fans that are casual wrestling fans they're probably going to watch football just because it's the debut of monday night football <clears throat> so now as a someone who supports the wrestling industry i hope people that are fans of both would watch wrestling and watch raw i do hope that but um my point is when I say lay in bed, just tap out, kind of give up in, in essence. Because if you look at the like what Raw is, with the preview of Raw, like it's not from what I've looked into. It's it. I don't think it's like a real um, riveting show. I think the biggest thing that they're doing on the deal is uh, that that Triple H is going to respond to the Undertaker. You know, because what Undertaker did with Shawn Michaels. I mean, so that that'll definitely get people. You know, it, I would assume. I would assume Triple H kicks Raw off. I would assume that. Um, I, you know, or they'll do it maybe in a crossover. Maybe they do Triple H at 9 p.m. Uh, maybe they do it then, not in the first hour. Maybe they do it at the top of the second hour. Uh, maybe that's when. Maybe that's and, and plug that he's going to be there and plug that he's going to show up and stuff like that. You could do it either way. I mean, he's going to pop. You know, Triple H is going to pop a number for sure. He's going to get. He's going to get your number. Um, you know, because we saw Shawn Michaels basically predict last week on Raw that Triple H would would beat The Undertaker in the, the final fight at the WWE Super Show, uh, Showdown in, in Australia. So, and then Taker is like, you know, hey, listen, uh, gee, uh, I'm going to whoop your buddy's ass type of thing, paraphrasing. So uh, where The Undertaker back-to-back WrestleMania wins against a game in, in uh, I think it was 11 and oh, 13, no, oh, 12. And so, you know, so, you know, they... they smart to use a legendary guy and a hall of famer like like sean michaels to help the angle i get it i know a lot of people are like kind of sour because they're, you're going with you know guys that are older uh and not the current guys and you're pushing uh, this gigantic show for melbourne australia um which is probably gonna make them a plethora of money so i get it but a lot of folks are kind of sour on guys that are not in their prime that are getting a lot of tv time well I, I I hear that. I understand that. I'm a fan. I believe it's a young man's business. I believe in the younger people in the business that that's who should get the TV time. So I'm from that narrative also, like a lot of folks. But I will say, I do think it's smart strategy to set it up that Triple H is going to respond to Undertaker and do this on the kickoff of Monday Night Football. Trust me, it's a big deal. You're not going to hear it from the WWE world, and nor should you about Monday Night Football, but it's a big thing. That's their only true, real, major competition throughout the year is Monday Night Football. And, I, and you know, if you guys that listen to my content all the time, you know that's true because I've told you that it's a shoot, okay? I'm not bullshitting you. So, you know, I, I think that's probably the biggest thing they got going on. That's what I mean. I, I No disrespect to any of the guys involved. I know those guys and respect them, but, you know, I, I, I would have – think that you'd rather go with like a huge match to promote 
you know, I mean, they got Rod, uh, Ronda Rousey wrestling in a tag match, you know, and and uh, and that's cool. But I, I, I would, I would think you'd go with like a big main event promoted match, maybe to get or like a, a surprise or say there's a surprise coming, maybe debut someone something, a little shock and awe type shit. I mean, you know, they also got Mick Foley. He's going to come in and, and and talk about Hell in a Cell history. You know what I mean? So. You know, again, and I love Mick to death. You guys know that he's a, he's a good friend of mine. But, again, I'm saying you're giving a lot of TV time to, you know, guys that are not in their prime, the guys that are not, you know, under contract full as wrestlers, you know. So I I, I, um, I think it's smart what they're doing with the, with the, with the story uh, line as far as uh, because of Mick Foley's, you know, success and history and his legacy with Hell in a Cell. I get all that, and I think that's very cool. Uh, because as you guys know, Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, they're going to take this thing into Hell in a Cell. So you got Mick, who's going to basically, I, I would assume, uh, give some kind of like, um, you know, advice or whatever to these guys, do some kind of an angle like that. Um, Mick, Mick, Mick will pop a number. Mick will definitely be a draw, just like Triple H. Again, but think about what I'm saying. It's so it's it's guys from, like, you know, guys that are from. A different generation that you're using to if you if you really believe what i'm saying about the nfl you're using them to hopefully combat against the nfl getting a gigantic number look the nfl on monday night football they're gonna get a gigantic number no matter who the fuck you put in the ring okay no matter who you put on raw you're still gonna get you know monday night football is gonna get big numbers it always does okay that goes without saying the key is if you wwe is how much is it gonna affect our number you know, so that's the thing. You know, they're gonna they're gonna get an insane number football. You know it. Um, I, so I see why they're bringing in you know monster names to be on the TV like Triple H, like McFoley. I got it last week. You know, warm warm the table up the right way with someone as massive name as obviously you know Shawn Michaels and stuff like that, and Taker and and just huge and to promote this thing that they're doing in Australia. But I, I you know. I find it interesting because they have Ronda Rousey, who's a huge name also, but she's still kind of honing her craft, even though she's the champ, the Raw Women's champ, but she's in a tag match. Okay, so, and it, the show, this this Raw is going to be in New Orleans, and it's this, that's the same town, which is a great wrestling town, by the way, uh, that uh, Rousey, I believe she debuted there at WrestleMania, right? That's what was her, her deal, but... You know, so now she's in a tag match. Uh, it's her and Natalia against Alexa Bliss and Foxy, Alicia Fox. So, which I think that these four ladies will definitely kick ass and do a really good match. I think it's smart also that you, you know, and then I mean it's in a respectful tone, protect what Ronda, Ronda Rousey's inexperience with three ladies that are very experienced. So you're protecting her inexperience by having these other components there. So that's smart. Um, that's a good way, you know, to, that's a, that's just good to do that, you know, cause you want, you ha- have a lot invested in Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey, as I said before, this is not a money grab for her. This is her career. She, she loves this. Um, and it's awesome, you know, and, and she's just getting better and better and WWE, man, they are really handling her and protecting her the right way. I don't think she should have that title. As you guys know, I think that should have stayed on bliss. But it's fine. I just think that I don't think Ronda needs the title. I think it was too early, but whatever. You know, they know their story arc better than I know their story arc, obviously, WWE. So 
I'm sure they have their reasons, and and that's cool. I'm just giving you my my critique and my perspective on it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so yeah, I I you know I think it's smart that Ronda's on the show for sure. Um, I, you know, and I think it's good she's like I said, in essence, in that tag environment where she can you know her shortcomings as someone who's newer to the game uh, can be hidden or protected. Um, I I don't know if this match would be last. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think not that these ladies aren't big enough names to be last. They are, especially the push of Bliss and the push of Rousey. So you definitely can throw them in the main event without a problem. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And which is, as you know, it's awesome to see that women women in wrestling a main event with no problem now, meaning like they're pushed the right way, which is cool. So um, we've come a long way uh, in the wrestling community, and I, and I think it's awesome, as you guys know. I support that. But so I, so maybe that match will be main event. Maybe maybe they'll tease Triple H, res, you know, responding to the Undertaker uh, throughout the three hour broadcast, and then he'll show up. They'll, he'll show up right before you know, right in the last segment. Uh, Triple H cut a promo, say what he's got to say, ba ba ba, to really build up this uh, WWE Super Showdown. So uh, from from Melbourne. So uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, what would I do? Even though you didn't ask, but you might be thinking, hmm, Taz, what would you do? What would I do last? I'd do Triple H probably last. I I would build him because if you're gonna go with with guys from a different generation that are Hall of Fame names and gigantic names, I would um I would use Mick Foley. To promote that, uh, I'm assuming Mick's going to cut a promo in a ring. I don't think there's just like a video package. I would assume that he's going to be in New Orleans, Mick. I, I mean, I don't know. Pardon my ignorance. If there's something else there, maybe there was something online about this. I don't pay attention to that, and I don't read the dirt sheets, and I don't read rumors and shit like that. I don't, I don't, I don't fuck around with that. I give you my perspective on what they're doing. Um, so I would think that uh, what I would do, I should say, is I would have Mick. I would have Mick, I would promote Mick at eight a at eight p.m. I would promote Mick. See, I do morning radio, so everything's in the a.m. for me. <laughs> That's why I said a.m. I would do Mick eight p.m. I would promote him that he's going to be there. Have Michael Cole and stuff promote that he's going to be there and support it with a graphic going into breaks a couple times. And at nine p.m., you know, uh, reveal it. Here's Mick. Whatever he cuts his promo and talks about Hell in a Cell and the, the, the history of it and whatnot. And do whatever business you're going to do there, maybe with Braun or Roman, I don't know. Um, I, I would I would do that there. And then throughout the rest of the broadcast, promote, obviously, Ronda Rousey in a tag match, but definitely promote that Triple H is going to respond, uh, you know, to the dead man, what's going to happen, and obviously ask a bunch of questions. Uh, and then maybe pay that off, as we call it, in the biz. Pay that off in the uh, last segment of the show. So maybe you can get a nice carryover and, People that maybe are watching football, like, oh man, I got to make sure I flip back when whatever Triple H is coming on, you know that type of thing. So, uh, not reinventing the wheel here. It's pretty simple to do that. So uh, we'll see what they do. But that's how I would do it. If I'm just, I'm basically part of like the Taz writing meeting here, production meeting. <laughs> so that's how I would do it. Um, so uh, hey guys, uh, if you or someone you know is concerned about a veteran, please call the Veterans Crisis Line. Confidential support is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year for veterans and their families. Simply dial 800-273-8255 and press the number one or use the online chat function on veteranscrisisline.net or you can text 838-255. The Veterans Crisis Line is available to all veterans, even those not enrolled in VA healthcare. That's important. 
even those veterans that are not enrolled in VA healthcare. So guys, please visit veteranscrisisline.net to learn more about recognizing signs of crisis, warning signs of suicide, and how to respond to a veteran veteran who, who might be, a veteran loved one, I should say, who might be in crisis. Again, 800-273-8255, press the number one, or use the online chat function on veteranscrisisline.net or text 838-255. So uh, back to what I was uh, saying, guys. So what what I would do is maybe, uh, like I just said, just have 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 uh, promote the fact that you're going to have um, Mick Foley, you know, around 9 p.m. come out and do his, his business with, with the Hell in a Cell uh, content and then promote throughout that, you know, Undertaker is going to have to hear from the game here in this episode, and that's going to happen later on. Just keep teasing it, teasing it. And in the middle of that, you have the thread of the tag match with Natalia, Ronda Rousey versus Bliss versus Foxy. The other thing, like, that they're talking about that's going to go down is, like, with, with the, the Shield. Like, so what's the deal? Like, is the Shield, you know, because they got their asses whooped, okay? I mean, from, like, basically all the heels. So, like, <laughs> as we saw last week, you know, uh, from Kevin Owens to AOP to, jeez, uh, 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 was everybody you could imagine. The Ascension, it was just it was just a, a mass beatdown. Uh, uh, hello, I am Elijah. You know, Elijah, Elias, take two. Elias. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, geez, I mean, they got destroyed. It was, uh, you know, nasty beatdown throughout while Braun basically laughed in the ring, and then he ended up doing a big-ass power slam to Roman Reigns on the outside after he was destroyed. So, you know, the Hounds of Justice, basically what they're doing with these guys, it's, it's smart. I see through what they're doing. And what I mean by that is this. They're trying to get these guys over the shield as massive baby faces. And the toughest one to get over to really have people really love, obviously, is Roman Reigns. Uh, Dean and Seth Rollins, no problem. People dig them, you know, especially Seth. They dig them. So <laughs> they, they, they're, they're pulling out all the stops, including turning Braun heel. And, and marrying him to, you know, har- marrying him with, I should say, Ziggler and McIntyre to have him heal. And then the, all the heels come out and beat the living shit out of these three guys. You know, uh, sick bump, by the way, that we saw with, um, what's his name, Seth Rollins got thrown into the uh, into the police ambulance van, whatever it was. Uh, that was a nasty bump. There's a lot of nasty bumps in the thing. I mean, these guys really got their asses kicked. So they're doing everything in their power to uh besides you know having them get arrested earlier so it shows that they're scruntled and it's they're cool and all that stuff you know so um just to get people against braun um as a heel but more importantly to get roman over as a babyface. um and I, i've been saying it for the past couple of years and i'll say it probably to my grave roman's over <laughs> don't worry about that he's over but they want to get him over even more as a babyface to some of the people that are still booing on him. That's, I think, why they're doing this. And so they're, they're, they're basically going into this Raw from New Orleans, basically saying, well, all these guys, the Shield, uh, is Seth Rollins, is Roman Reigns, is Dean Ambrose as a cohesive unit, are they, are they battered, busted up, done, shattered, fucking shot? So that so we're gonna get some kind of response. Something's gonna happen um, from you know from the shield, 
okay, because uh, they were beat up like crazy. Like I said, they got destroyed. They refused medical attention and all this shit. So it, it, they're every little tough guy, hard-ass baby face writing you could do, they're doing for the shield. And I got no problem with it. I think it's smart. Um, if you're really hell-bent, which they are, on getting these guys over, then that's what you do. <laughs> and that and that's how you do it uh, you know ha, you know have them get arrested have them be against the, the the machine have them just you know meaning like they're they're disgruntled guys you know people can relate to that um they were they were arrested they were charged i'm trying to read i read that i took some notes they were charged monday night inciting a riot criminal damage and disorderly conduct so uh and then the shield came back later on to fight um ziggler McIntyre and Braun Strowman and then the heels came from behind down the ramp and beat the shit out of him as I said so you know what it, it's cool I got no problem with it I, is that is that going to pop you a huge number I don't think so um, I think the Mick Foley stuff with the Hell in a Cell and I think the Triple H stuff definitely is going to get you more there maybe Ronda Rousey but we'll see um, we'll see you know I mean I, I, I um, and you know I see like I said I see what they're doing I know why they're doing it uh, just to get those guys over and and those type of tactics work, having them get a, fighting from underneath, as it's called in the industry, where you basically can't even combat the amount of guys that are getting heat on you, you know, uh, and, and it's just whatever, you know, eight, 10, nine guys, whatever the hell it was, 12 guys beating the crap out of fucking three guys. You just can't. You just can't. So people, you're assuming if you're the creative team, uh, from WWE, you're assuming people have to feel bad for Roman at this point, right? I don't know. You've guys done everything except take a bazooka and shoot Roman Reign and like below his waist from behind for people to feel bad for him. You know, uh, really, I mean, like it's you've done everything humanly possible to get him over as a full blown, blown out massive baby face to the level of stone cold steve austin or when when the rock was in his prime or or a triple h as a baby face whoever Shawn michaels and it's it i think i just this is my assumption no one told me this that wwe gets frustrated they know he makes them a ton of money they're happy with him with roman but yet i think they're just so frustrated that he doesn't have everybody in the building and in the world the WWE universe buzzing like fucking crazy, like, like they did for those some of those legendary names I mentioned as baby faces. I really think that's what it is. I, I don't mean otherwise. What what are you doing all this for, Roman Reigns? I'm sorry, with Braun Strowman and like I talked about after the uh, after the pay per view and I did my special, you know, on CBS Sports Radio and all the broadcast radio stations. I I don't understand. Like I don't understand what what Braun Braun was fucking cooking with gas. Um, uh, you know, to be a just to stay that big baby face and really fucking rolling, and I say turn him heel, but I just thought it was too early. Turn him heel down the road, turn him when he's at the peak, 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 peak of a baby face, and I just think that was kind of like it was a shock and awe, surprise or whatever. But I, I just don't think I just don't I I, I just don't think, I just think it was too early. It was just the wrong time to do it. Uh, but again, it, I just, I feel my instincts and my gut tell me that the, the, the main goal is to get Roman over as a massive babyface, And you know what? That's WWE's prerogative. I could bitch about it. You could bitch about it. I'm not really bitching about it. Some of you guys do some other people who do content bitch about it. I, I don't give a shit at the end of the day, because you know what? To me, like I always say, it's about being over and homeboys over. 
And when you're over, you draw money. And that's what Roman does. And WWE knows that. At the end of the day, they know he draws money. Uh, he makes them a lot of money, and he's getting paid a lot of money. So it's a good marriage in that regard, you know. So, so uh, <laughs> you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens on um, on uh, on Raw. And, uh, and hey, uh, when we come back from break, I'm going to get into talking about the ring. What ring? That old ECW ring because someone put out some tweets, and then there was a, a gimmick with me wrestling an old friend who was very talented and then realized how fucking stiff the ring was i'll get into that in a minute but you're gonna love it it's gonna be a pretty cool conversation uh i'll give you the details on that on the other side of the break hey listen the taz show you know what it's supported by rocket mortgage by quicken loans and they're introducing their all new rate shield approval that's right if you're in the market to buy a home guys quicken loans will lock your rate for up to 90 days while you shop how sick is that Lock your rate for up to 90 days while you shop. And all you have to do is very simple, very simple process, as we say. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records, equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states, NMLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. That's a rocket mortgage by Quicken Loans. All right, so like I said, we're going to go to break. I'll start a break. I'm going to talk about the whole EC Dub ring. Just rings, especially EC Dub rings. I have a lot to say about it. Sounds crazy? You'll dig it. Tad Show, be right back. Back here, Taz Show. Hope you guys are doing good. Getting rolling today, uh, this week, this new work week. As we go early in the week here, I don't know when you listen to this. Maybe it's Monday, maybe it's Tuesday. By Wednesday, you're probably downloading the new shit I'm dropping. Without rolls here, it's constantly something going on. Three a week. Three a week for you jobbers. That's how it goes. Three a week. Yep. Always talking. So I was uh, over the weekend, this past weekend. While I'm watching 75,000 fucking college football games. And Serena Williams go crazy on some judge in a tennis match. Watch much tennis. That was crazy shit. Uh, anyway, I uh, saw a, um, a tweet by this Twitter account. I'll promote it. I don't normally promote shit. You know me. I'm kind of a heel. Uh, pro Wrestling GIFs, 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 whatever you call it. G-I-F-S. Yeah, they put a lot of different stuff, a lot of GIFs. They're not really GIFs. They say they're GIFs or GIFs, but they're kind of video clips. I mean, I thought GIFs, GIFs, GIFs are quick loop loop city. That's what I always thought it was. Like quick loops. But anyway, uh, they posted some stuff with a tag match with uh, yours truly against uh, me. It was me and Kevin Sullivan, I should say. The great Kevin Sullivan. Uh, against Mikey Whipwreck when he first started his dub as an enhancement talent. And I don't remember the kid's name, but the last name that Paul or whoever was gave him was something Shearer, like Dave Shearer, which is pretty funny. So uh, <laughs> I can't recall the first name. I don't think that was the kid's real name. But regardless, uh, and Kevin Sullivan and I, you know, I was a Tasmaniac then, and Kevin Sullivan was obviously the, the, the crazy dark devil Kevin Sullivan. Um, you know, uh, 
we <laughs> we would be pretty intense on these enhancement matches and these these squash matches per se. Didn't really know Mikey well at all then. Um, got to know him and love him for very well after that, and loved working with Mikey uh, so much. I, you guys know that I've talked about that a lot with Mikey. So anyway, there's a clip um, that pro wrestling guys gifs gifs uh, whatever it's called gifs gifs uh, goofs gifs. Is it called gifs? Whatever. So I did a uh, double overhook, uh, tr- basically trapping both arms, suplex off of the. Uh, he was sitting on the top turnbuckle, and I my feet were on the second rope. And somebody tweeted, I don't know who it was, commenting like, holy shit, I'm paraphrasing, how stiff was the ring? Look where Mikey lands, like, he, like, bounces, like, it's just, like, no giving a ring. Uh, Even when I landed, it looked like, I, you know, I landed, like, hard, and I'm the one who gave the throw. And I started thinking about that friggin' ring. And I'm like, oh, man, that ring was the shits. I remember that ring. I hated that ring. Hated it. Um, I even tweeted in quotations, there are springs in the ring, unquote. And I put not in that shit box. I remember that ring. It sucked. Yeah, because you know, so people think, oh, there's, there's, there's ring. They put rings. They put they put springs in the ring. So then some people are tweeting, well, what what do you they didn't understand like when I talked about springs. So for those that don't know, look real quick, let me explain that. Okay. So in most wrestling rings, even boxing rings, but wrestling rings, there's usually a big spring in the middle of the ring. What that spring does, because someone said, what does it do? It, it, it helps break the wrestler's fall. So when you land, you don't want to land on a stiff-ass steel ring because that's how your career ends up being shortened, and it hurts uh, a ton every time you land. Where if there's a little spring to it, it helps break your fall and it, it helps elongate your career. So boxing rings, that's what this ring was like that I suplexed Mikey in. Boxing rings are very stiff because guys don't fall on them unless they're getting knocked out, then they fall. So boxing rings need not, and uh, I think MMA, uh, the way MMA octagons are done too, probably the same way. You, you want the floor to be firm and hard because you're not really taking bumps on it. So you need it as a strong base. Where a wrestling ring, like I said, you need it to have some give in there. Um, this ring was hard as hell. And it absolutely sucked. And we used it a lot. And I remember there'd be arguments and fights. I used to get pissed at Paul about it. And it really wasn't his fault. He wasn't building the ring. I'm like, we got to get a different ring. Got to get, got to, at the time it was being rented by someone. I can't remember who I was rented by. And if I could remember, I'm not going to promote who it was. Um, but um, uh, rings are important. Um, you know, it like when, okay, let me give you an example. So like when I broke into business at Gleason's gym, you know, I, um, I broke in a a boxing ring, and this was before Gleason's gym, actually. When I got trained by Johnny Rods, this was before we even went to Gleason's. So I was there before a lot of other guys came in, and, like, me, Big Dick Dudley, um, Damian Demento, these guys. Um, listen, <laughs> it was a bitch, but I got trained hardcore, man. It was It was like, you know, Johnny wanted to train us, toughen us up, and that's how it was. Um, we didn't expect to be working at any time down the road, but it does happen. You work independent shows, and I'm sure it happens still today where guys work in shitty rings. It's dangerous for the boys and girls. Um, 
so then we went to Gleason's gym, uh, which is just all like the the mecca for boxing training, as you guys know, which is in Brooklyn. Now we're still it was a nicer looking ring, but it was still a boxing ring. It was hard as shit. So and, and guys like Bill Demott was training in there, or Tommy Dreamer. I'm trying to give you other names you know. Uh, uh, Big Vito, you know. So we all trained in these 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 ring. And I I was more veteran to those guys, but we were all training together. It didn't matter. So you know, if you're training in a boxing ring, coming up, I don't have a huge problem with that, um, because it's kind of like a how do I explain? It's kind of like you um, you're paying your dues type thing. Like I said, you're just um, earning your stripes. You know that that machismo thing. It's all there too, right? That's why. Um, but when you're out making money. <laughs> And you're trying to, uh, you know, uh, you're trying to keep working, and then you're in a ring that you can get hurt in. It pisses you off. And I, look, I told the story. I think when Jericho was on the show with me on my show here on the pot, when we did the live six five uh, hundredth episode, I think that's when Chris and I talked about it, or somewhere. I don't remember where. I was doing a gimmick when we had the sensei in the ring that was from my judo sensei. And I had hit a bunch of German suplexes on Chris Jericho and the fucking beam snapped in the middle of the ring early in the match. And Chris, like a trooper, took those Germans on that beam towards the end. And it was like, that was the same fucking ring. So, you know, it sucked. You know, it sucked. So I just, you know, I wanted to talk about that. So it's like the ring is a, it's like, like when I used to get in the ring, I used to always wipe my feet. You know, during my whole heyday as the human suplex machine, my, my boots, I'd always wipe my feet on the apron, hardest part of the ring, ding, um, because out of respect for the mat, it was a martial arts thing. And you see a lot of people do it now. I'm not saying I invented it, but a lot of people, you know, really wasn't doing it at all at that time. I know there were people before me that were doing it, like in generation before me. That's I did it because it fit the character of Taz, the human suplex machine, and the guy who was in the dojo training, fucking grinding. He was a nasty fuck, but yet when it got time to go into that sanctuary, into that ring, into the holy grounds of the middle of the ring where he applied his craft, he wiped his feet out of respect for the middle of that ring. That's it wasn't just a gimmick. That's how Taz thought. That's what I would think. You know what I mean? The character. So, anyways, so um, uh, the ring is that important. So when the ring is a shit box, uh, it pisses you off. And um, now WWE. Okay, so well, let me back up. ECW. So as time went on, the ring, uh, the rings got much better. I, you know, we got much better rings, and Paul invested in it to his credit. And, dude, during when we were doing pay-per-views and all that shit, we probably had the best ring in the business. And we had an awesome 18 by 18 ring that was built down south somewhere. Uh, the, the specs were from down south. And I think we had a guy up north build it. I don't remember who built it. Mikey might know that. I can't remember who built the main ring. We had a couple of them. And, um, but, yeah, then our ring ended up being fucking legit. Um, and, by the way, there are rings. Let me back up in that conversation about the spring. Some of those, uh, la, 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 some of you guys that are listening, we might have built rings and might know a little bit about this one to me. Some rings don't have springs. Some rings, so I think one of our ECW rings afterwards, years later of that time when I wrestled Mikey there in that tag match, as years went on, we had a ring without a spring that was built and constructed in an awesome way. It didn't need a spring. It had great give. I'm pretty sure, too, like the ring, the 18 by 18 nwa ring back in the day um 
didn't have a spring either. It's the way it's constructed. That's why they're loud when they land on them. With the, you know, it's just it's awesome. They're awesome, and there's a, there's give to them. Um, but I'm pretty sure one of the one, years later, one of the ECW rings did not have a spring. Um, now WWE ring, different story. WWE rings are twenty by twenty. It's a huge ring. The ropes were a lot higher. And I told you about this a long time ago here in the Taz show. The, the reason why their ring is just massive is because it's all the years of having gigantic guys during the eight, you know, 70s, 80s, mid-80s, early 90s. They always had just mammoth humans. So Vince built this ultra, super powerful, gigantic, heavy, huge, strong, 20 by 20 fucking giant ring. Um, and they basically use the same specs still to this day, which I don't think they need. I think they should small. I think they should bring it down. I think they should bring it down and, and bring the when they construct the floor plan, have people sit closer to the ring, bring them closer, bring the ring size down a little bit because you don't have those giant people for the most part anymore. You have athletes in the ring now. Now you're pushing a lot of ladies, uh, per, you know, female wrestlers that aren't as big as these men. And you got two or five guys, two or five live guys. You got guys like Finn Balor, who's not a giant guy. You know, you got a lot of guys that are, you know, drawing you a lot of money that are fucking legit that aren't six, six, three, 310 pounds. So you don't need this. You know, I, I get something that's a little safer, better on the boys. Now, WWE, I, I, you know, I'm not saying their ring is dangerous because it's not. It, it's, it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a stiffer bump for sure. Then the, the, when I remember the ECW ring was a, a lot more fun to bump in than WWE ring, uh, but it was a stiffer ring WWE, but it wasn't as stiff as that shit you saw me suplex Mikey in. That I promise you. Uh, but the WWE ring, the biggest thing I have it was just the rope. The top rope was so high. Again, I'm, here I am. I'm fucking five nine. So like, if I stood next to the rope, the thing was like almost like right under the fucking right under the bottom of my neck, you know, in my upper pecs, upper chest region. So it was like what the hell. I feel like a little shit, you know what I mean? So I don't want to be near the ropes. So it's just a giant, giant-ass ring, you know? So maybe they need to think about bringing it down, make it a little smaller. Go 18 by 18, cable ropes instead of rope ropes. WWE ring is ropes. Again, this is for a lot of newer fans that listen to the Taz show. Some of you guys heard me talk about this a long time ago. Uh, WWE uses ropes, real ropes with tape over it uh, for their ropes, where... ECW ring, the NWA back in the day, WCW, the ring um, was a lot, a lot, a lot of companies used. I think uh, USWA did the same thing. 18 by 18 ring cable. So it's not, it basically, it's just a cable instead of ropes with like a garden hose over it. Like a garden hose that's split in half and you put tape over the garden hose. And that that's basically what protects the wrestlers when they hit the ropes from hitting the metal cable is the fucking rubber of the garden hose. That's a shoot. <laughs> so there's the construction on the ring. Uh, breaking it down for you right there, kids. All right, look, so I'll be at you with another Taz show, you know, uh, this week. So it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. I'll be hitting you guys maybe with a react show, something like that. Uh, give you some of that shit. I need that. So we'll do that during the week here. And I appreciate you guys downloading this. Hope you enjoyed it. And I uh, hope you guys are enjoying football season already and college and pro football. I hope you guys are enjoying your Raw show. Uh, if you, I'm sure you listened to this before, Raw. So I appreciate it, like I said. And hope you like Raw. All right? If you listen to this after the fact. If not, I'll drop another one on Wednesday and on Friday. We will see you then. Uh, I'm Taz. You're not. Adios, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah.
said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends now my circle is getting smaller all these people acting fake man and to be honest I don't even have a top 10 me against the world I've been doing what I really love haters been hiding behind the screen man they movie cuts and when I'm back at home it never feels the same cuz we've been doing our own thing trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So go and pour another drink just to get away We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay